Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. And how about amazing musicians? He was on Ah. fire last week, and we brought him back on the air this time. So that's Kevin Adam Kenneker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I invite you to go to our archives at 1150kknw.com. Mm-hmm. Lift your spirits with Dina Marie. Yep. He played two live uh, songs in the studio with well, us. We did last technically week. three. He and is, crushed it. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just stumbled on to him like at a, a coffee shop or something on Camino Island. And then he was on my show. And he will be playing October 11th at Pen Cove Tap Room, Oak Harbor. Uh, let's see, 730 to 930, because I am the booker of bands. <laughs> That's what I call myself. I book bands. I don't even know how I became this band booker. But anyway, so I have uh, Coopville and Oak Harbor, Pencove uh, Tap Room. Uh, check out their Facebook pages. I've got, gosh, two musicians each week, Fridays and Saturdays. So I invite you to go there. Um, I also do uh, their events. And uh, lately I've been doing Brewers Nights. What? No, I, I just did my first Brewers Night. So I, I actually uh, have uh, Alan Shapiro in the studio. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Dina. Alan, what do you do? All kinds of stuff. <laughs> I, but primarily, I produce an event called Cider Summit Seattle, which is coming up on September 6th and 7th down in South Lake Union neighborhood. And you've been on my show. This will be your third time. It is. I think we figured out it's been three years, though, since I've been able to sneak past security and get into the studio. Ah. So I I appreciate your help with that this morning. Oh, sure. I was doing my first cider night, and I'm like, duh, Alan, let's get him on the show. (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's see. We had you on, and it was with Cisco Morris. I had to go back the three years and figure out what was going on. Ooh la la. It was an ooh la la. (laughs) But today, you're going to be my co-host. Did you know new, that? New territory. <laughs> Exciting. You're going to be my co-host? Sounds like you just found that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have, yeah. Do we have our guest on the line? We do. So joining us this morning is Andrew Byers. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, y'all. Thanks for having me. I'm going to have Alan introduce you. Good morning, Let's Andrew. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good, good. Haven't seen you for a little while, so good to have you on the air with us. So, Right on. Tell us a little bit about your background. So you're uh, currently the cider maker at Finn River over in Chimicum, but what brought you to uh, to Washington? Because you, uh, you came out from the East Coast, didn't you? I did, um, though I am not originally from uh, anywhere east. I, I was born and raised in Southern California, uh, as was my wife. Um, but there are adventures to be had exploring the other side of this country. Um, and while I was out there, uh, I found myself uh, picking fruit um, and fresh out of college uh, with some emphasis in fungal ecology and botany and plant-based love. I began pulling fruit off of trees, which my parents quickly declared as downwardly mobile. Uh, and it turned out that I was pulling fruit off of trees uh, with a small cider operation called Eve Cidery. Um, and there, Autumn and Ezra make some of the just most delightful and sophisticated uh, Normandy-style hard ciders that you're ever going to taste. And where's that uh, and located, so that was, Andrew? They're in Vanette, New York. Uh, it's about 20 miles south of Ithaca, uh, near in, in the Finger Lakes region, I think is how they would declare it. Gotcha. So, um, and then, uh, yeah, so tell us what uh, ended up bringing you to Washington. So my parents have been in Washington, and I had the only uh, grandkid in the family at the time, and we felt very far away. Um, the, you know, m- morose hills of rural upstate New York uh, in sweltering summers and, 
winters kind of had us Californians thinking to ourselves that maybe, um, maybe, just maybe, there was a, a different place we should be. Uh, and so I wrote a cover letter to all nine cideries in Washington State at the time, uh, trying to come back and be a little closer to my parents who were based out of Olympia. And uh, I think I heard back from Wes and Laura over at Dragon's Head, and they were looking to hire their first uh, employee at the time. And uh, a few months later, I heard back uh, from Christy Kistler at Thin River, and they were looking to replace uh, their first employee, who was Chris Weir. And he was moving on to bigger and better things at the time. And so I came in, and they wanted to grow. Uh, and so they hired me in with the purpose of, uh, of growing the, the cider operation. Uh, so I think when I started, we were producing maybe 25,000 gallons of cider in a year. Um, and I, I think we've been, you know, on a pretty steep incline at uh, 10 or 15% ever since. And that was almost seven years ago now. And I met you at Penco Brewing for the first time. You yeah. and Chelsea. You that was uh, um, at a brewer's night, I do believe. Yep. And uh-huh. you were telling me about the farm and how amazing it is. Can you let the listeners know about why that your farm is so amazing? Sure. There's a... a a number of reasons. One, it's beautiful out here on the Olympic Peninsula. Uh, the, the, the trees are uh, a primary factor in the landscape, um, rugged mountains, and, and with those things together, it smells really nice out here. Uh, we're close to the water, and, and somewhere in that kind of psychosomatic space, uh, it smells good out on the Olympic Peninsula. And we have uh, eagles and coyotes and cougars and beavers uh, just all over the place that are shaping our landscape. Uh, Thin River is a 33-acre organic farm, and then there's a second property that we've been working on for a few years now, uh, where our orchard is, that is a 50-acre organic farm uh, that used to be a dairy and has now been converted into a valley-bottom orchard where we have about 6,000 trees in the ground. Uh, We have four or five other land partners who grow everything from medicinal herbs to food bank gardens, to Keith's grain projects where he's growing quinoa, barley, rye, and buckwheat, and uh, essential blooms growing uh, organic flower seed, the Organic Seed Alliance doing research on uh, regional varietal trials of vegetables and uh, other uh, agricultural crops. It's dynamic, and there's so much alive out here. Uh, Cameron, our orchard guardian, uh, manages a, a small herd of sheep uh, that are moving around on this 50-acre uh, valley-bottom farm. And we employ a large herd of geese uh, to help weed our orchard, uh, and we call them the weeder geese. Geese? And, you gosh, said geese? I think we've maybe got 200. Yeah, geese. Okay. Um, you said beasts or geese? It was either one. I, I, I heard geeks. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, like a Christmas goose. Oh, but, okay. But but many of them, uh, and we have yet to eat them. Uh, but I think we've got a uh, gosh, close to 200 of them by now, uh, and they are these champions that move through and minimize the amount of tractor time that uh, our team has to spend uh, mowing and tending to things like grass, uh, and they're so loud. Uh, and we kind of hope that they keep the starlings away and a few other you know ecosystem services. Um, but the French uh, traditionally run cows underneath their orchards, uh, but our trees are small. And uh, we don't have a lot of uh, interest in cows at the moment. Uh, and so we have geese that are serving a, a, an interesting niche in the orcharding process there. You put all those things together, and 
and there's a stream running through it called Chimicum Creek, and it's just gorgeous. Um, so yeah, it's a beautiful place to work, and that's not even getting into the amazing humans that I get to work with. Well, and it says sustainable, and it's family-friendly, and it's about reconnecting human beings, that's us, to the land, and you guys are organic. You bet. Um, And our ciders aren't certified organic, uh, but our farms and all of our ingredients are. Um, And that's some technicality stuff there. Uh, But if you see the uh, ingredient list, you're going to see organic Washington State apples, organic Pacific Northwest apples, depending on uh, which one of my orchard uh, network friends I've sourced various fruit from. Let's talk certified. Yeah, Alan. I'm curious about ciders because you there's a lot of a lot of stuff growing on your farms and around you. And are you able to um, use some of those ingredients in some of the styles you produce, Andrew? Certainly, uh, releasing right now and going to be poured at the old cider summit uh, is forest ginger, uh, for which we harvest local dug fir tips in the spring, and I keep those frozen and then blend them with some more mature tips here in the fall. And that comes out as our fall botanical infusion and very much tastes like a bit of the forest. And in the past, I think I'll revisit. We'll see how that works out. But I made one with salal berries, which are an understory crop uh, or an understory berry here in the Pacific Northwest. And aged that salal berry cider on western red cedar to truly try and give a taste of the Pacific Northwest forest. There is a new line that we're pushing out called the Pollinator Series, in which I am trying to combine ingredients that are grown by our land partners. So like those the flowers grown by Essential Bloom, uh, Denise grew me a row of nigella seeds, which is Love in the Mist is the name of the flower, and the seed is nigella. And the culinary nigella seed tastes a bit like cumin and a bit like graphite. And we blended that with a whole bunch of nasturtium blossoms that came from another row of her nasturtium seed crops. And so we have nasturtiums plus nigella, and that became a bottle called Love and Blossom. Oh, sweet. Um, similarly, the Organic Seed Alliance uh, had a surplus of sunflower seeds, which I uh, roasted in the pizza oven, and then aged a cider on roasted sunflower seeds uh, infused with uh, a bag of carrot seeds. And not carrot seed oil, but carrot seeds. Uh, that they were growing for a seed trial, and they just smell incredibly perfumey. Uh, it, it's like this sweet vegetal component that balances so nicely against the, the crisp kind of tart cider. And it's these combinations, so that became sun and seed. Uh, I'm working on another one with the medicinal herb uh, growers. Uh, I think I'm going to use some valerian root in that one, and we haven't come up with a name. Uh, and then I have to do something uh, with Keith Grain, uh, who, you know, he's an owner, and a founder uh, and an integral component of Thin River, but he also uh, has many fields around the, the valley that are full of various grains. And without putting gluten into the cider, I'm trying to figure out where exactly and what exactly uh, I'm going to get to do to highlight our relationship with Keith's grain growing, which I believe is called Thin River Grain. You get to be a mad scientist out there, don't you? So much, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about one, um, uh, one of the other ciders that's going to be at the event. Uh, coming up on the 6th and 7th, and that's the Farmstead, which is not all crazy spices and concoctions. Tell us a little bit about the background on that one. Certainly. So Farmstead is uh, smells like apples, tastes like apples. This is our uh, local 50 square miles uh, community apple uh, kind of idea. And I think of them as like bottle projects. And the 
farmstead has been uh, originated with donated fruit, where our neighbors just kept bringing us apples that they couldn't use. And so in order to honor that donation, uh, we turned around and uh, we donate, you know, I think, it's 10 cents off of every bottle sale uh, to a charity. And that has moved a little bit. It used to be the food bank. And now I believe we donate to Jumping Mouse, who uh, they offer therapy and support for children of distressed families. And that's a local spot here in Port Townsend. And the other thing that the farmstead has allowed me to do that I'm quite proud of is create an apple economy again. Um, so in addition to donated fruit, I am out in my community buying people's apples and finding the, the nerdy fruit growers in all sorts of back nooks and crannies and valleys and hilltops around here. And I, I'm showing them that their fruit and that their strange fruit that doesn't show up in grocery stores uh, has value both to this community and to the uh, visitors who come in to taste it and to the crafters here. Uh, and, and the fruit isn't just hitting the ground anymore. And it's not being delivered to the food bank because they're ugly little uh, apples that maybe don't even taste that good, but they sure do make a complicated wine. And so this last batch of Farmstead, I believe we made about 4,000 gallons. Uh, and gosh, I don't even know how to do that math in my head real quick. We did have, uh, I clocked about 102 different varieties of apples. Wow. So I'd say about 14 of them were definitely different kinds of gravenstein. Um, and, and these apple growers, they show up and they bring me, you know, one little basket or one shopping bag of their special apple uh, and drop it off for me. And everybody thinks their apples are special. Uh, and I get to be that guy that drives down your road. He says, hey, can I, can I buy those apples? Uh, and it's just been a lot of fun. That sounds like a, a pretty good way to spend most of your days and weeks over there in Chimica. Or your life. Yeah. <laughs> sounds amazing yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why you just intrigued me, and I love uh, your place already. I haven't been there, but you painted a very beautiful picture. Can you um, give the listeners uh, some contacts so they can come out and see you? You bet. So we are in Chimicum, Washington. Uh, that's about 10 miles south of Fort Townsend out on the Olympic Peninsula. Uh, Finriver.com uh, is, is a website. We're open seven days a week. Uh, super family-friendly. There's uh, in-house food that we have started making with our commercial kitchen, and we do bring in a few other food vendors, some amazing wood-fired pizza and some very authentic crepes, and occasionally uh, a few others come through. And, gosh, what else is there? There's music programs on the weekends, for sure. World Apple Day and the Apple and Cider Festival out here in October, which is three days of of cider and apple-focused extravaganza. And yeah, I come also on know, yeah, Labor Day weekend, that's, I can't believe it's Labor Day weekend, but you have some festivities going on this weekend, so they can come out and see you this weekend if they'd like to. And I know you'll be in uh, Woodby Island again for cider, the Woodby Island Cider Fest, September 28th. You I already bet. know where you're going to be next, <laughs> besides Cider Summit. So we'll all also see you at Cider Summit. Uh, that will be September 6th and 7th. And I thank you, thank you for joining us, Andrew. My pleasure. I'm going to be out and about uh, all through Seattle or Washington Cider Week uh, as we are trying to, well, sing the song as loud as we can. Uh, so I hope to see you all out there. And I'll have you back to Penn Cove. Great. Good to catch up with you, Andrew. Thanks. Sweet. You too, Alan. Thanks for the time. Take care, Dina. Okay, we're going to do a little nerd buzzed. Remember, Benny and I did nerd buzz. That's when we worked with Marcus Ellinger and Jeremiah Johnson. Yep. We're going to do it here in the studio. Okay, first of all, what what is this, Alan? So we are tasting our 2019 collaboration cider made <laughs> with uh, Seattle Cider. 
We started uh, doing annual collaborations with our, our local partners. There we go. You know it's authentic. You heard that opening. Sounds of amazement. Um, in 2017 with our friends at Finn River. I think uh, Andrew was fairly new out there at the time. And um, then 2018, we did a collaboration with Tyaton, who's in the Yakima area. I'm pouring it. I wanted to. I, <laughs> I'm becoming more professional as a co-host, so I pause so people could well hear. Done. We'll the, pour the that's second right. one. Okay. Here we go. I'm pouring uh, it just like a nerd buzz. Yay. So I went to my first cider summit with Sherry Wyatt. She's who She introduced me to you, Sherry Wyatt, Island County Tourism. We all had all to Sherry? Sherry Wyatt. Oh. That's how this all happened. And then I went there, and J.P. Hennessy was playing, and I had my first real cider. And it was really um, amazing because she took me through, and there were so many organics. Because at the time I was kind of like not wanting to be allergic to anything, so I went organic, and I know I did Thin Rivers because there's this, it's, it's certified. There's organic, organic, but you don't have to be certified. I learned that at the farmers markets because people it's, it's a lo- it's a long process, but organic. Right, you're made. It's made. There's different levels of certification. So made with organic ingredients, I think, was what Andrew roughly was was speaking about. So um, there's a limited number of organic certified ciders out there and at the event, but most of them that are at our festival and, and the ones that we really highlight are, are the ones really making cider in the artisanal, uh, traditional way, pressed from apples. So very much like winemaking, right? Grapes into wine, apples into cider. Brewer. I, I thought beer, only brewers, duh. Brewers, cider. Go. This is exactly, this is not brewing. And how many uh, vendors are you going to have there? We cider have makers. 54 vendor tables this year and roughly about 170 unique items to taste not all at once and (laughs) um the the line typically and is the case this year about 40 to 50 percent of the ciders have not been poured at the festival before so even if you've come out there's still a lot of new things to try and we have an unusually high number of new independent small cider makers this year about 10 of those 54 that have never participated in the event previously. So this is kind of their their first time big, or big first time, or first time big exposure, or something like, some combination of words. I think I need that apple juice that you Here just we go. poured. Well, you gotta go, cheers. Cheers. Clink, that was a clink, did you hear the clink? Okay, now we're drinking. That'll be the first time I ever drank at eight in the morning. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> really, come on. I'm not, I don't it's time for a first. I, I know, it's, <laughs> it's lovely. Cider's lovely though, it really is. Uh, and, and I think because I've been working with breweries a lot, and I you know, the wine thing I did a, a while back, I, I really like cider right now. It's it's refreshing. Perfect for breakfast. Yes, right you know, now. This was the the drink of our founding fathers. They said John Adams used to have a tankard of cider for breakfast. Well, and life was hard back then. Yeah, <laughs> Loggers used to have whiskey for <laughs> breakfast. A great way to start the day. So now you're very presidential in the I, way you're starting oh, your day. Oh, yeah, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> that is. That is a different show. You see what he's doing right there? You're amongst royalty. Too. I am. <laughs> that's what he's trying to make. I am amongst royalty. Thank you for saving me, Benny. <laughs> no well, I, I've been there a couple times to Cider Summit. I really enjoyed it. I liked the crowd. I got some really great pictures, too, by the way. Uh, actually, friends of mine showed up that I hadn't seen for a long, long time. So it was it was great to to be there. And this time you have a this year you have a different venue, right? So this is our tenth anniversary event. Difficult to believe we started in two thousand ten. Uh, we've been in the South Lake Union neighborhood the whole time, but I mean, truthfully, we had no idea if anyone would show up in two thousand ten. And uh, I don't know, four or five hundred people came in, so um, that gave us dumb courage. And uh, so we. 
uh, expanded to Portland in 2011 with another annual event there. And then we went to Chicago to coincide with a beer, I said beer, cider industry conference in 2013 and the Bay Area in 2014. So this is really a milestone. So from that first, you know, 10 years. Yeah, it's, um, and I think this is going to be event number 32 for us in total across the four cities. So we've come a long way and we wanted to do a, a couple of things to celebrate our 10th anniversary. So we've moved to Lake Union Park which is right adjacent to Mohai. So we're right on, right on the lake where the, you know, the seaplanes take off. And um, so that'll be a more, it's a bigger site and kind of a, a really stunning, beautiful site. And then we wanted to bring live music back. We um, ran out of space kind of at our old site. And, and so um, the area for the stage was one of the casualties of that. So we could um, get more cider in the park and more people in the park. And so we've um, added a couple of, uh, of fun acts this year that are kind of cider industry related. So um, one of them is a guy named Tim Alexander, who's the drummer for a well-known uh, Bay Area-based uh, band called Primus. And Tim uh, moved up to Bellingham and opened Herb Cidery. And so he is an internationally known drummer, and he's going to come down and do a set for us uh, early Friday evening. Awesome. And then another thing that's kind of fun is um, five years ago, we uh, had a young man named John Sinclair play for us at the festival. His family owned some orchards in Twisp out in eastern Washington, and John was just starting his musical career. He has since uh, moved on to work with people like Macklemore, and he's down in L.A. now, and he had something like a million downloads on Spotify last year, and he's... uh, Definitely his career is on the way, uh, on, the, on a great arc up. So he's going to come back, and on Saturday he's going to do two sets for us. And uh, we also have on Friday the guy that really helped us get music going from the beginning, a guy named Jeff Hayes, who's known as Drummer Boy. And I know Jeff Hayes. Yeah, great guy, recently retired yeah. from the Seattle Fire Department and is uh, playing music and doing lots of great charitable work. And so I just felt like, we ought to bring him back. That's part of the community of Cider Summit. So yeah. he's Friday night. Yep, he and uh, and Tim are Friday. Friday so we're we're drummer we're drummer heavy on Friday, and then John Sinclair is doing two sets on Saturday. And Friday and Saturday, what what's the, the hours? So on Friday, uh, general admission is three p.m. to eight p.m. If you buy a VIP ticket, gets you in at two o'clock and a few extra tasting tickets. And then on Saturday, we are noon to five p.m. And if you come Friday, keep your wristband on and return with your uh, souvenir, Cider Summit glass, and you can come back in Saturday for no extra admission charge. Was it like that before? I think so. Okay. I think so. It's a lot of events ago, but I think we've been doing that more or less since the beginning. I think last time I was there, I had my own table, so I just watched you. Remember I hurt my knee or something, so you were just running around working so hard? (laughs) That's all I do. I wander around for 11 hours of Cider Summit Festival over the two days. And that event coordinating, that takes a lot of time, doesn't it? I walk around with the clipboard to try to look important. I think you even had an orange vest one year. Yeah, we go with kind of the bright yellow, uh, I call them the prison work release vest. And this year you should have a balloon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can find you. Hey, and then you added a, a dog tent, or it was a dog doggy. We call it the dog lounge. Dog lounge. So several, it kind of happened by accident. Several years ago, we had we've always loved having dogs at the festival, right? And people love bringing their pups, and um, it's been one of the most popular features of the event over the years. 
But we had an unusually warm weekend, and we realized we hadn't really prepared for that um, for the pets. So the next year, we um, partnered with Seattle Humane and um, then a commercial sponsor each year. This year, it's um, Just Food for Dogs, who just opened kind of a gourmet dog food location <laughs> in South Lake Union. And they're gourmet dog exactly. food. <laughs> so there's a, a tent area where the dogs can get some water and a couple of treats and some shade and and people can kind of socialize and hang out and um, bring you know. their dogs, but you can't bring your kids. Right. So we say that humans must be 21 and over, but dogs of all ages are welcomed as long as they're well behaved and on leash, of course. And not the people, the dogs. The dogs. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> we prefer the people be well behaved, but uh, they don't have to be on leashes. Actually, I the the crowd was really sweet, and I've noticed I do the Instagram for Penco for a while, and uh, it was a, a lot of females. Uh, 35 to 45 love cider it's we're we're so lucky with the crowd um that we get it's people that um you know it's it's not a frat boy drunk fest um the people that come to the festival really seem to be genuinely interested in trying cider talking with the cider makers learning about it and it's just got in all of our cities this really nice kind of vibe to the event where you can hang out have a relaxing afternoon or evening and just, you know, really enjoy yourself. And, and this and, year we and got the whole the, gluten-free thing. Yeah, absolutely. So people that um, want to have a gluten-free diet, this is a great option, right? Cider is naturally gluten-free. So those of you that can't drink beer and, um, you know, eat several other things, you know, yeah. uh, that want that gluten-free diet, this is uh, a great option for you. And there's, besides cider, last time you had, like, drinks they were making and there's, like, like um, there was more than just cider, there are cider cocktails. There you go. That's I, I thought that's what you were looking for. <laughs> that was what I was, I was, I was going to let you just kind of struggle with and it for a few th- more seconds. That was the cider but... I was drinking. But there's a, there's a few things that were different, and then there's a harder, like higher co- content of alcohol ones. Right, so we do have some apple spirits as there well. So there's um, pomo, which is a mix of, of apple juice and spirit, and calvados, which is a French apple brandy, and a couple of American um, producers that do cider whiskeys, one called J Seeds, who kind of hosts that cider cocktail lounge area at the festival and um so again there's about 170 selections total that um spirits and cocktail lounge area i think is about 20 of them and so there's a little something for everyone to to try and experiment with and you get to meet people but also the people that make it and it's very interesting and fun to do. So how can they get there and how can they get tickets? So I would if I was them I would go on to cidersummit.com and uh, you have all the info on the festival, all the producer list, the list of ciders, and our ticket page there. So there's two options, general admission and VIP. And then if you want to come as a designated driver, you can show up. We don't sell those in advance online, but we'll um, have a designated driver ticket available at the gate for $5, which means no drinking. Yeah. But you can come in and hang out with your friends and listen to the music. And, and so that's a pretty good Bring deal. Bring your dog. So absolutely, <laughs> and and we don't we don't um, charge for the dogs. Sweet. They, don't, they don't have to bring any cash or their credit cards or anything. So, um, so the event is Friday and Saturday, September sixth and seventh at Lake Union Park, which is adjacent to Mohai at eight sixty Terry Ave North in Seattle. And as I mentioned, if you come Friday and you want to come back Saturday, you're welcome. Just keep your wristband on and come back in with the glass, and we will express you right into the event on Saturday. Sweet. Cidersummit.com. And uh, you'll, you'll stay with me, and then we'll discuss the um, cider at the end of the show. Deal. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more.
Join me, Dina Marie, on the island of Kauai. Let me be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. You'll receive daily healing sessions and experience fun, interactive outings to some of my favorite places, sacred sites, secluded beaches, and sunrises that will lift your spirits. Go beyond the tour spots, meet fascinating locals, and leave with amazing memories. Retreats are based on your schedule and budget. For more information, visit liftyourspiritswithdinamarie.com. The 10th Annual Cider Summit Seattle returns to South Lake Union on Friday and Saturday, September 6th and 7th. This year's Cider Summit is celebrating 10 years by moving to a beautiful new location, Lake Union Park. Cider Summit is an over 21 event and is the largest hard cider sampling opportunity featuring nearly 200 ciders, cider cocktails, and even apple spirits. There will be live music, specially paired foods for sampling and purchase, plus a dog lounge. Tickets and event information is available at cidersummit.com. Pencove Brewing Company, located in Coopville on beautiful Whidbey Island, is a small, family-friendly tap room featuring local craft beer, wine, and cider from around the Pacific Northwest. The Coopville Tap Room was created by two brothers, following their dream of bringing a successful business back to the community they love, one craft beer at a time. Visit pincovebrewing.com, that's pincovebrewing.com, and check out the events calendar or sign up for their newsletter to get a weekly update on upcoming local live music, special events, and promotions right on Whidbey Island. Longing for deep transformation? If so, join Lisa Flowers and Jamie Starr at the Lodge at Cedar Springs in Cedro Woolley for their personal transformation intensive retreat. Learn how to release the past and create the life you love in a conscious community. Say yes to one weekend per month for five months starting October 11th and change your life. Visit Personal Transformation with Lisa Flowers and Jamie Starr on Facebook or call 425-864-7145. Invest in yourself today. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Uh, I, like I said, I work for Penco Brewing. I do band booking. And event coordinating. You do a that, lot. So does Alan. That's my life. Event coordinating. <laughs> and joining us this morning is Lucien Rivera. Good morning, Lucien. Good morning, Dina. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about event coordinating. You get to meet the most amazing people, and we come together as a group, and we work together as a group. We move forward, and then we go to the event, and we shine, right? That's the goal, yeah. That's the goal. So uh, can you let the listeners know why we are doing this event? Um, yeah, so first and foremost, I think we just live in such a fabulous, wonderful community. Um, it's really special to have grown up and lived on Whidbey Island and, um, you know, in a rare circumstance of dealing with, you know, my son um, unexpectedly being diagnosed with a terminal um, cancer. Um, the community came together to support Bennett and our family in such a special way and um, it just kind of uh, speaks to the nature of our community that you never quite feel like you're alone. And sometimes that can, can be frustrating, um, but at the same time, it can be so special in times when you really do um, have a need. And we really did have a need, and Pencove Taproom put together a creative idea to raise money and, and in turn provided 
finances to my family for me to be able to stay home and take care of Bennett and get him to his treatments and thing like, things like that. And um, it's really just invaluable, and I'm ever so grateful. And so now we're going to do the Bennett Boyles Memorial Golf Tournament, September 21st, Woodby Golf Club in Oak Harbor. And you and I have been working together, and we've got some sponsors, and we got some great raffle prizes. Yeah. Um, and uh, we also have Woodby Health. Yes, so all of the proceeds for this year's golf tournament will go to the Whidbey Health Foundation for their pediatric rehabilitation services, specifically. Um, that's near and dear to our hearts. Uh, it was one of the only local services that um, Bennett could utilize here on the island, so um, we really want to help support that program. In addition, um, proceeds will go to the Community Foundation for Coopville Public Schools, towards Bennett's graduating class of 2022. And that's my favorite. You know, we had a little tears in our eyes when we were thinking about it because this is what we want to do. We want to give back, and then and Bennett's spirits will live on, helping some yeah. other children. But that, that kind of that lifted my spirits, knowing that I was being a part of something bigger than myself. And um, we're going to have an after party at Penn Cove Oak Harbor to celebrate yeah. Bennett's birthday. Yeah. And we're going to have Levi Burkle, and he's going to be playing some music, and you'll be singing Happy Birthday. Yeah. And so I'm so blessed to have have, have you in my life, and, and Pen, we want to thank Penn Cove Brewing. And I also yeah. want to thank all of our sponsors. We have Above Above All Aviation, CK Electric, Cascade Lumber, Windermere, McPherson, McPherson and McPherson Law Office, mm-hmm. Seaside Spa and Salon, which I love. I go there and got my manicures and all my massages, and <laughs> PNW Carpenter Union. And I also... I was uh, working with Captain Woodby in uh, a little bit about two years ago, and they have offered up for our raffle an overnight stay, which they've just got remodeled, and they're beautiful. So I invite everyone to go check out their Facebook page and see uh, what they've done, but also you could come out and, and be a part of the raffle. Uh, we have Oak Harbor Golf and Country Club. They gave me some gift certificates. Who doesn't love them? Uh, and then Woodby Island Kayaking, which they've been on the show a couple times. Uh, we have those are just a few, but we have many more, and we invite you to go to pencovebrewing.com and you can go uh, check out the Bennett Boyles Memorial Golf Tournament. If you're would be Anacortis or you just want to come for the weekend, you can join us at, for golf and then party. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I want to make sure that everyone knows that um, that I think that the most important thing is about the community, and that's what this is about is when to, to, uh, people pull together to make something. It's like the like making the cider, and like what Andrew mm-hmm. said, you know, you just make something together. So it's just that much more special. Yeah. Yay. Well, I guess I was seeing you soon. <laughs> so, okay, that someone. sounds good. Thank right. you so much. I'm so grateful I'm so for glad. you and to know you, and um, I'm just really excited that we can do something to uh, contribute to um, our local community in a special way. Thank you, Lucien. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Join us September 21st on Woodby Island for the third annual Memorial Bennett Boyles Golf Tournament. The tournament was founded by Penco Brewing Company to support middle schooler Bennett and his family after he was diagnosed with brain cancer. 
This year's proceeds will go to Whidbey Health Foundation to Pediatric Rehabilitation Services and to Coopville Public Schools to provide scholarships to Bennett's 2022 high school graduating class. For more information and registration, go to pencobrewing.com. Are you looking for a place to plan your next gathering or retreat? If so, the historic Captain Whidbey Inn, located on Penn Cove on beautiful Whidbey Island, is waiting for you. At the Captain Whidbey Inn, you can step back into time and enjoy a 100-year tradition of outstanding waterfront dining and lodging. The inn is an ideal setting for retreats, conferences, family reunions, and other gatherings. With a variety of historic and modern accommodations, the inn offers original log-walled rooms, the romantic privacy of the waterfront cabin, or the modern conveniences of the larger lagoon rooms. One of the great things about the inn is that one doesn't need to travel far in any direction to enjoy the feeling of getting away from it all. Your group can enjoy fine dining at the inn with a spectacular view that includes Mount Baker, bird watching, and marine wildlife. For more details on planning your next retreat, conference, or overnight stay, visit CaptainWidby.com. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Co-host Alan Shapiro's in the studio with me. Still here. Still here. <laughs> Sipping some cider, relaxing, having a nice time. So what else is going on? What else we got? <laughs> We're not going to talk politics. We We're decided. not going to talk politics. We'll talk cider. We'll talk cider some a little bit. So um, one of the, the big things that's going on, anchored by our festival at the beginning, is Washington Cider Week. So there's uh, 10 days of cider events around Seattle and even outlying areas. And that um, starts on Thursday, September 5th, and runs through the following Sunday. And um, so look at um, northwestcider.com and Washington, I think it's wasciderweek.com. And for a schedule of events at places all around town and on the islands and Bellingham and Tacoma and all over featuring um, lots of cider makers. So again, northwestcider.com is a good place to start for that info. And, and well, next year when I do Brewer's Night, I'll probably do it. That week, perfect cider. Perfect. See, I'm learning something every day. And for the and after uh, uh, cider summit each night, you can go visit Capital Cider up on Capitol Hill at Harvard and um, Pike for the official after parties. They've been with us for many many years, and and they're kind of the the first dedicated cider bar in town, and the signature spot. Um, to go try. I think they have upwards of 100 ciders available wow. at all times. And they do have a full bar and some beers, so everybody can go and find something to enjoy. And um, I've, I, one other thing I forgot to talk about about the festival, which is kind of cool for everyone, is um, the um, Oregon Fruit Products Fruit Cider Challenge. So we have 15 different cider makers who created pilot batch ciders just for our event using different fruit flavors. So 
Andrew mentioned some of the crazy experiments he gets to do out there on the farm. And so this is something that uh, the cider makers uh, have created just for us, including so we'll have ciders of strawberry and mango and, and raspberry and all kinds of interesting creations. And so people can go around, try all of those, and vote by text for their favorite. Vote by text. So we've, we've embraced technology <laughs> yeah. at the festival, finally. Yeah. And uh, so at the conclusion of the event on Saturday, about 4.30, 4.45, we'll announce the winners, just like it's kind of the Miss America pageant. Oh, and, and Do they get a walk across the stage? A little stage? sash, a little <laughs> award, and, and, awesome. um, and, and perhaps we'll elect someone Miss Congeniality or something. I don't know. The best dog, best in show dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's always. That might uh, be uh, it. Yeah. The friendliest, I, sweetest dog, photogenic dog. That's a great With idea. The cider. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> where, where were you when we yeah, were brainstorming yeah, I, hey, with some of this stuff? I'll, I'll help you next year. Instagram, dog with beer. It works every time. <laughs> That's a great idea. We'll, we'll do Instagram vote for the cutest dog Sweet. at our festival. And so I think that would be, uh, yeah, something even more special for our 10th anniversary. So So, really looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be a a fun one. And and just we appreciate this milestone. And hopefully we've lifted the spirits of of thousands of people. You'll be lifting lots of people's spirits. I can guarantee it. I'll lift some right now, as a matter of fact. Okay, yeah. So we're Cider Summit Reserve, Hard Cider Seattle Cider? One more time, what are we drinking? Right, so um, this is the third year of creating a collaboration cider with a different cider maker, all from the Northwest thus far, and um, that is featured at all of our events. So this year we've partnered with Seattle Cider, and um, they've created something a little different from the rest of their lineup. Um, So this is a blend of um, some bittersweet apple juice that they had, Right, which is more of the traditional cider making style. So, not the stuff you buy at the grocery store. Um, these are, you know, the more crabapple, bitter, tannic things that wouldn't be pleasant to bite into, um, but blended with some of the the more what's industry jargon, dessert fruit, um, some things that you would see in the store. And then there's just a little touch of um, brown sugar added to this, and it gives it just a little bit of spiciness and almost like. Um, like a rum barrel finish to it. It's very good. Yeah. it's And as you said, it's perfect for breakfast, it's right? It's beautiful with breakfast. Oh, for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't even had that much. Aperitif. <laughs> a breakfast aperitif. But yeah, I, yeah, it's it's fun to try new things, but I'm during the summer, especially cider is yummy. Um, I was telling you, I'm going to Hawaii on Monday. Jealous. And I really don't see a lot of cider on, on the island. I mean, I know we you can't grow apples there. But they could at least have it on tap or have a tap room or something. Yeah, I would imagine some of the bigger cider brands are sold over there, but it's probably logistically a little tougher to be a boutique cider maker over in Hawaii. Pineapples? But, but maybe <laughs> while you're over, you can investigate that. Oh, I'm going to investigate that. I think yeah. they only have two breweries and then um, I think two wine tasting rooms. But uh, the tourists would probably love the cider. And it might be growing over there. I haven't been there for about eight months, so... I might have to take a you know an investigative trip over to explore the cider Give business a, and a write-off. <laughs> I think I think both on uh, uh, Oahu and probably Maui as well. I think is probably worth checking. Into. I thought Cider Summit Kauai. Oh, I'll okay. book your bands. I haven't been to Kauai <laughs> yet, so perfect. I, I like that. I, I could I could really line that up. Well, let's see. I will be going to Hawaii, and I'm going to be staying with Jeannie at Dolphin Touch Wellness Center. It will be 
her 10-year anniversary. I've been there for about eight. Uh, it's, it's an amazing uh, place. Uh, Reiki, massage, energy work. We do excursions. Uh, it's all coming back to me. Labyrinth, uh, Hindu temple. We have a Buddhist temple. Uh, all kinds of beaches, bike rides on the bike path, sunrises, sunsets. Uh, Nepali coast, uh, the north end's open again, so I can go to Hanalei and beyond. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm just really excited. I've never been there in September. It's going to be really hot. If you're going to miss our festival, that's a pretty good reason, I would say. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the opportunity, and I, it's because, can I tell you why? Of course. I worked with Santa Claus last year. That's what I did in Hawaii all Christmas. I drove a slingshot in parades, and I went to disc golf because that's what he does, too. That's all I did for three months was run around with Phil Warwa, do healing work, and then um, disc golf, promote disc golf on Kauai. I, I didn't know that Santa was a disc golfer. He did a shocker reading with me at an expo like five years ago, and his dream was to do disc golf because he's from San Diego. So basically, he started one park, then another park. Now he has three golf courses. And that's what I get to do is run around with Santa Claus. And his car says Santa. He looks like Santa. Oops, sorry. It's really crazy. That Santa gets around. I don't even know how this all started. But anyways. I didn't know any of that. And now they have Paniola Grill, which is like Kitty Corner and this huge art walk where all these musicians come in. They shut the streets down. It's the middle of the island Kapa'a. And I, I think you can manifest your dreams here on Earth. I have, Hawaii is my chill out place. Right, that you just, I think once you get there and you've, you've been there a day and you start getting into that culture, you can't help but relax and just, right, you let all that stuff go and it just, it feels great. I'm long overdue. And you so show I, up late for everything. You just got, you have to because they're always late. Except disc golf. I'm sure you have to make your tea off time if that's at what they the, call probably it. Probably at the golf Your disc course. golf time. That's but most, <laughs> the parks are free, so, you know, people show up from all over the world. That's the most amazing thing about uh, Kapa'a for me is I'm going to meet people from Germany and Canada. I'm half of them been on my show, but they come from everywhere to uh, play disc golf or to vacation. But uh, yeah, it's like you make a, a world of friends in, a, in this small, tiny town. And I, I, that's really where I like to stay is because it's walkable and you can sit in a coffee shop or go have a, a beer, hopefully a cider, mm-hmm. and, and talk to the person next to you. And they're like fascinating because, oh, they spent 10 hours on an airplane to get there, you know, or, yeah. Yeah, those multicultural environments, right, so much more interesting and stimulating. Even when you're completely unstimulated, you're relaxing, but you're just enjoying yourself in a different way Yep, um, and then being at home. So we also have that. the locals. So I, I've made friends with all the locals that live there, and you have the most amazing food. They invite you to all the good parties. <laughs> and and you're hanging with Santa. And so, <laughs> man, you got to uh, – I don't blame you. Well, I'm going there because Santa's going on vacation. Oh. So I get to stay at his house. <laughs> I can't make this stuff that up. That's the real reason. <laughs> so basically, he has Christmas trees and two Santa Claus trucks. One's a Jeep, one's a truck. I mean, this is just so bizarre, <laughs> even talking about it out loud. And then uh, Van Connor's going to come over, and I'm going to introduce him to all my musician friends. And then they're going to jam, and we're going to see if we can come up with some music for a live show. And where are the elves at this point? Um, well, last year I was the elf. Oh. <laughs> I actually that's a lot of work all those presents yeah. all the <laughs> oh well the best part is that uh christmas isn't my favorite thing you know i kind of canceled it because of all the stuff and we just give experiences at my house but what we did was uh it kind of reunited the, the the christmas joy in me because it wasn't about gifts it was about 
meeting all these little kids and he doesn't, you know, have toys or anything. He doesn't even ask them what they want. It's just their, they, their eyes just light up and it's just made me feel young again. <laughs> like I felt old anyways, but it, it was fun. That sounds like a pretty great time. Yeah. So what next for me? I don't know. I've got Penn Cove Brewing. I want you to go there and check out their uh, uh, music lineup because a lot of my friends are playing there. It's Fridays and Saturdays, Coopville and Oak Harbor. I will be doing classes when I come back. So you can uh, like like my Facebook page, Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Then you know where I'm at and what I'm doing. And I'll post some pictures of, uh, I will be with Phil doing disc golf when I first get there. Then I'll be planning the 10-year um, anniversary with Jeannie Russell at the Healing Center, Dolphin Touch Wellness Center. And then I'll be over at Paniola bringing musicians together. You know how hard that is? <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, <laughs> oh, I do. do. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I do like him because they usually do what they do because they love it, but they also need the money. So I have not had any problem booking bands and them showing up. and But just getting them all together to record, that's hard. Oh, yeah. No, we don't have to do that. <laughs> I just got to hire a sound guy and, and a few musicians and, you know. Um, but it's, you know, we both do event coordination and I just always re- tell people it's a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. Oh, it is. And, um, you know, it's, you, you, you won't have all 1,000 perfectly in place, but, you know, if you're in the high 900s, you're doing pretty well. And you start early. Start early. You know, I, I'm going to tell you how to do an event. I should even teach this class. Start with your sponsors. You got to have a date. <laughs> you have to have a venue and then you get closer and you can do the small stuff but don't do the big stuff at the end yeah it's you know and and this is a point of reflection for us right at, at 10 years and we think of of where we were at as event producers and organizers in you know 2010 when we did our first one I refer to as you know still in the days when you would try to rub two sticks together to create fire I mm-hmm. mean it was chaos um, but and weather is our friend. <laughs> we have been, you know, I'll knock on laminate. Um, this is, uh, we've been very lucky and we've got a nice forecast for next weekend so far. But, uh, right, you never know. But right. people are, are hardy here in the Northwest. It has to be pretty bad. And it's still warm in August. Yeah. But we did a, I did my first music event was Taste of Snohomish. It was like 12 years ago. And it was music all day in the streets, kids on the sidewalk. We had a stage, you know, all day from, like, Tim Noah all the way up to a huge band at the end. But it had to rain. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sending people out for tents, out for tents, out for tents, pulling the tents closer, 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 trying to get people, to, you know, to stay longer for the music. And I pulled it off, and I, it went 12 years. So that's pretty good. We had a, an experience in Portland, our, I think our second year, where there was just a downpour. For about 45 minutes and same thing you pull everyone in as close as you can and then you're right it blew through like the weather does here and became a beautiful rest of the afternoon and that was like a bonding experience that people still will talk to me about all these years later and that was something you know like 2012. That's the truth isn't it and then yeah. again after your event you sit down and you, you say these are all the things that worked and the, this is life right these are the things that don't work don't do the things that don't work anymore and do the things that do work. Actually, life is an event. <laughs> there we go, right? <laughs> Pick the things that work and do those more often. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show. You did a, a fine job the last two times. And, like, if I ever am on vacation, I thought you could just come in, i give you a call, and then you could do the show for me. Frightening. <laughs> Frightening. <laughs> oh, you got Benny. But, but, exactly. And Benny and I will just do a little comedy routine or something. I'm down. All right. You bring yeah. a cider, cider guy in, and you could do talk cider. Or you've done lots of things, so... And um, Beer? yeah, if you can arrange maybe an interview with Santa or something, that would be that would be super cool. <laughs> well, I can't I can't interview Hawaii anymore. We're three hours off. 
5 a.m., they just aren't happy. They won't do it. They can't Doesn't do Santa it. want to spread good cheer and make us happy here in Seattle? Um, maybe I'll have him in person one day after he's on holiday. Could you talk to him? Because if I have to come in and host, okay. I, I, I need some very special guests. Stand. I can't I can't do the stand-up like you can yeah, do. Yeah, I do stand-up. I don't even sit down. Not anymore. <laughs> well, thank you for being in the studio with me. And one more time, it's CiderSummit.com, September 6th and 7th. And you can see Alan. He'll have the balloon tied to him. And, no, just kidding. And the, and the orange vest. Yes, please please say hi. Bright yellow vest, guy walking around with a clipboard trying to look important. There you go. Say hello. And that's finriver.com. And we're going to end the show uh, with Kevin, Adam Kenneker, and invite you back for more people, place, and activities next week. Just